What's going on, everybody? Just like to welcome you back to another episode of the Down to Business podcast here with Tamar Turner. And I'm sitting down with a a grind guru. That's what I'm gonna call her, man. I'm sitting down with somebody who, like, really from the time we met, from the time I was able to to, to really get acquainted with her at ECU and things like that, she was just all about the business, man. It really makes the podcast down to business, like, really makes that come to life type thing. Like, somebody who, you know, was just, but genuine at the same time, real genuine individual, always trying to put you on, put you in position if, if that was what you were on at the same time. But somebody who, she ain't play when it came to everything, man. So so Jazz really be on it. And, but even to after, to go on to graduate, to even still follow her story, see the success, but only see her, you know, it just gets bigger and bigger. Everything that she does, it just gets bigger and bigger. Just when you think, you know, she had it this way, she good, she locked in. Another accomplishment, another just something else added to the inventory and to the arsenal. So, man, I'm, I'm definitely excited to be sitting down with her today for her to give y'all, you know, a little bit of what she could do and possibly Let's even go. help a lot of y'all out because she definitely been doing blessing the folks in NC. So, Jazz, how you doing, man? What's, what's going on? Doing good, man. Chilling long day. You know, finally in before seven. It's a good day. All right. See, she said in before seven. I, I feel her. So that that just lets you know how long the days get sometimes. So, you know, I know we're going to have people from, from either side. I know you're going to have your folks tapping in and I'm going to have my folks tapping in. I know we're even going to get some newcomers along the way. So can you just tell people a little bit about yourself? And then can you just give us, you know, what brings you on the Down to Business podcast today? Yeah. My name is Jazz. I'm from Henderson, 2-5. Um, I don't know. A lot of people probably don't know where. I mean, some people know where it's at. People is from North Carolina, like near Raleigh and stuff. Like they know where it's at, Durham. But I mean, yeah, that's where I'm from. Went to ECU, met some more at ECU. You know what I'm saying? He was always involved in extracurricular stuff. Real smart. You know what I'm saying? So he was cool. You know. But other than that, man, just an entrepreneur out here trying to get it every day. You know. Every day something, trying to be better, trying to do something different, trying to work on something different. You know, it don't never really stop. It's just all the time thing. But, you know, it got its advantages, though, too. So More now, like you said, in before seven, busy day, good day. You definitely grinding. But as you said, too, the, the grind pays off, man. You work hard. You sometimes yeah, you even play just definitely. that much harder. So. Yeah, you, you said it from the rip, entrepreneur. So, you know, what do you, I, I know what you got going on. I know, I know what Clutch, what CEO Clutch got, got popping and what y'all really been doing, but I also know you got some other things up your belt. So can you just give people, you know, a little look into what you're doing currently, what you have been able to add and everything like that to your belt? Yeah. So um, the first thing I, I got is a car dealership. It's kind of not really going high right now because, um, or it's not really like on fire like it. You know, like it was because the used car market is so messed up so bad. So I kind of took a little step back from it for now, just until the market get right. The market has crashed right now with the cars. So you got cars that was normally worth this price is now worth five, seven thousand dollars more. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's rough out here. Like, shoot, my car, Camaro was paid off, man. They offered me like 65 percent, 70 percent of what I paid five years ago. So. You know, cars supposed to depreciate, not appreciate. So right now they're appreciated. So whoever got cars making a lot of money, you know, but inventory it's hard to get right now because everything is just so messed up. But the other thing I got into in the meantime when that slowed down some was the trucking company, um, CEO Clutch Transport. I kind of based all my names off of the name Clutch. I used to get that. Call myself that when I was in high school playing ball and shit. I used to be like addicted to watching Kobe and shit. So that was really, that's just really that. Shoot. 
this truck and I just got another truck. So, I mean, the, the goal is to expand the fleet, you know, at least about five or six trucks, you know, being that that's not my main hustle, but it is a very good hustle, lucrative, but it can be annoying sometimes too, very annoying. So, it's just like, but it's worth it though, you know, it's worth it. Um, And then I'm into promoting. I throw parties a lot in Raleigh, North Carolina right now. I used to I start off throwing them when I went to ECU. A lot of people didn't even know that was me throwing them. I just had a brand name. I just never, if you knew, you knew. If you didn't, you just did. But I was always behind the scenes, though. So, yeah, the, I had a lot of parties on back then. But then I took a break, moved, migrated, you know, to other areas, tried to do stuff other areas because the party life got so messed up at ECU where they weren't really letting us have nothing. It was getting shut down, all type of stuff. So I was like, yeah, this ain't even really my thing. I'm, I really get into the club thing. So then I got into that. And so, like, now I'm real heavy into it. Really trying to get my own spot because I'm tired of using other people's spots. It's always been my um, dream to get a club. Like, that's really what I'm into. Like, that's my dream. Like, that's my goal. That's, like, something I really love to do. I mean, the other stuff is cool, but, you know, this is, like, my passion, though. It's promoting and having a good time, bringing people out. Having everybody lit, you know what I'm saying? Having the best moves, you know? It feel good to know you. The reason why a lot of people in your, around your surroundings having fun. So, yeah, that's that, you know? Because when I do that, I'm going to try to employ a lot of people around me that, you know, that can help me out with it, you know what I'm saying? Put everybody in the position so they can, they can grow, too, as well. That's the same way I got my truck coming. I try to encourage whoever's, you know, working for me, like, hey, save up your money. You know, we can go in on something so you can have at least some percentage, even if you don't have 100% ownership. So you'll still be making way more than you'll be making if you were just working for me. You know what I'm saying? We could actually be in business together. For those who do want to save their money, you know what I'm saying? The option is always there, you know? Yeah, so, and then, and then I'm into real estate too. So um, right now I got a project I'm working on that's almost finished. It should be finished in like February, then all after we just have to have inspections and then we'll put it on the market. Then I'll be looking for my next one, you know, my next flip, you know what I'm saying? So I'm actually flipping it, like selling it, you know, putting it on the market. So um, if there'll be a video recap on that too, some slight, just for my first one, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, that's really, that's the main thing right now. And I like to travel. That's like my favorite thing to do. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I'm really not into all that other flashy stuff. I mean, I like jewelry, you know what I'm saying? But other than that, I just like to travel and have a good time. I love to get lit yeah, when yeah, I can. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'll work all day and still go get lit that night just because I'm just used to it by now. You know what I'm saying? Not every night, though. But, yeah, some nights, you know what I'm saying? So that's really it. Yeah, man, you got to have that balance. And, damn, I'm, I, I lost child trying to count on the hands everything you had going on. I couldn't do it, man. And, yo, I didn't even – I ain't even really get the people hit, but it was definitely one of those if-you-know-you-know you know type things at ECU. Yo, when I tell y'all she was throwing the parties, and it was folks asking, like, yo, who is behind this? Like, where is that? Like, where was who, that got the Like, best party of the joint, though. But but what, what kind of really stood out to me about it was she didn't care to be recognized. Like she didn't like the recaps and stuff happened. It was what it was. But at the end of the day, like was she, you know, did she want to really be front and center on all of that? No, she wasn't even using her name at that point. So it was it was really a if you know, you know type thing. But why that stood out to me was because at the end of the day, like I remember ECU. I remember how at some points it was clout chasing. I remember how at some points people was the party scene got done bad from fake tickets. Yeah, to fake, you know, we could get into it, man. It got it got real. Like yeah. I think we was losing venues, violence, all of that. So yeah. it was just like, you know, the fact that somebody can, you know, recognize what's going on. On here but also want to take matters into their own hands and then make it happen but then not even want really 
like you said, y'all ain't, I ain't in the lights, the camera, and all of that stuff. Look, y'all do all of that. I'm, I'm gonna make sure that the paperwork is right, that the venue is cool, that everything. You know, the business, the logistics behind it. So to me, that was just like that's that business mindset already. So something that kind of it piques my curiosity a little bit. So at what point did you realize, like, obviously, you know, you hit these different things at different stages in your life, but at what point did you realize, you know, you really wanted to get into your own like ownership, just having the own brand, just having the own thing. Did it start with I the party that used to you? Did it start before that? Like, when would you I really had, like? I'd had issues all my life being in control. So I just type of person growing up, I hated being told to do why teachers. I feel like, you know, if I was done my work, I can talk or I can be on my phone. Like, why not? I ain't messing with nobody. You know, I didn't do what I was supposed to do. And I always got in trouble, you know, for talking back, not like OD trouble, but like, you know, I used to get in little write-ups for talking back, but it would always be because I just didn't understand why people wouldn't see it from my point of view or why I couldn't be in control of what's going on without realizing, like, I'm still obviously still a child or I'm still under authority, whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? I really ain't stopped getting in trouble until I was, like, in high school, and that's only because I was playing ball and I, and I wanted to stay playing ball. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had made varsity as a freshman, you know what I'm saying? So that was, like, a big deal. So I just started trying to be more focused after my freshman year type thing on ball like that's what I really wanted to do for a long period of time but I was going to early college to this like advanced time type of school where you go to college and high school at the same time so I ended up staying an extra year there because it was a five-year program but you end up getting like a two-year degree and a high school degree and all this other extra stuff to get ahead so basically they would let you in a year ahead of people like so I when I was going to ECU, I really was way ahead. I just came in as freshman because by law they said or by the rules we had to live on I had to live on campus because it was my first year. But I really was already basically a junior. You get what I'm saying? And I was coming in as a freshman. But I was really a junior. So sure. I was really yeah. So yeah, I remember like, I used to hate that rule too. You gotta stay on campus that first yeah. year. It's just like, yeah, yeah. nah, it's not. Yeah, so like, I just always been like, man, you know, because at first I went to school for um, health fitness specialist. So I was, I got a degree in like kinesiology, so in exercise science. So I really wanted to own my own gym. But then I realized like, it's, it was easier said than done. I realized it wasn't a lot of money in it compared to how much work I was going to be doing. They told me I got to wake up at 4 a.m. and finish days at 7 p.m. to really be the type of trainer that people need. But that wasn't a hard thing we do, but the money... Compared to the work ethic, it just didn't even make sense to me. So that's when I just started pursuing other things. That's when I got into the party thing. You know, I realized, like, shoot, I like to have fun. And I know what I like to do to have fun. And I feel like, you know, I was throwing house parties. I'm like, man, these two come to the house parties. You know, I was likable. You know what I'm saying? I was cool, you know. Um, So now I just start throwing parties. You know what I'm saying? So. I just went from there. That's how I really, then I just really like being in control. I'm a Virgo. So now I can control my life. Can't nobody essentially tell me nothing to do. Can't nobody tell me what to do ever. You know what I'm saying? So I just kind of like the fact that I control my life and I can now finally do what I want to do. So that was really it. Like I even got in trouble in college, like whole lot, almost kicked out of the class because I really just didn't understand why I couldn't do what I wanted to do. But that ended up turning out good because me and the professor, she was like, man, you so freaking smart. Like, I can't even be mad at you. Like, you know what I'm saying? She ended up writing me a letter of recommendation to get into a program. So, like, it just ended up turning into something good, you know? So, at the end of the day, she was like, I already know you're just going to be the type of person that's just going to do what you want. Like, you're going you're gonna, you're gonna to have, have that last say-so. So, that's really it. <laughs>
That's a fact, but, man. But just hearing that too, I hear two things. I really hear discipline, but I also hear maturity because you know, I know I know plenty of people that just love that control thing. I feel like, you know, to a to a certain extent, everybody loves control. Like, you know, you just yeah, no, you know, nobody, nobody like let's be real, nobody really wants to be told what to do. But so also do. too, you gotta recognize, bro. You gotta read the room in a sense as they say, like you can't it's just a certain time and a place. Like you said, you wasn't wilding out on why you was just not understanding why people couldn't see it from your perspective. You did what you had to do. You handled your business at the end of the day. And I feel like sometimes that's where the disconnect can come in. People, you know, want the control, want the power, want everything that yeah, comes with it. Work. Come on, man. It's that's yeah. it's a, it's, it's a, a trade-off. This, this, the, the balance is not going to be there. You can't, you know, want to call the shots, want to do everything, you know, not want to be told from outside influence or nothing like that. But yeah. behind closed doors, you lazy. And I had those days, though, that, you know, I really just be like, man. But then I have a reality check myself, like, boom. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you got to do this, like, whether you want to or not. That's when I'll just, you know, find something to look forward to if I finish that. You kind of got to, like, motivate yourself some days. Some days really are shitty. Like, you don't feel like doing what you're supposed to do. Like, it's just like going to work. The only bad thing is if you don't do it, you're not going to get paid. Like, if you don't go to work, you're not going to get paid. So it's just like one of the things is, you know, if you get, if I can ever get so much ahead and be like, whole bunch of M's up, then I, I can have more days than I have right now. You know what I'm saying? Why I just be like, wake up and like, fuck that. You know oh, what I'm saying? Right. Hey, I'll do this tomorrow. You know? Right. And that's, that's ultimately, I feel like, like that should be the goal, though. That should, you know, eventually yeah. with anything. Basically. I can do that now, but I can't do it like like how the millionaires are doing it. Like, so I'm trying to be like them. So now I'm like, okay, you can't really have those days. I wonder why you had them days when I can really have them days. You know what I'm saying? Right. So. Yeah, some folks, some folks literally waking up, no words, ain't got Man, no words. What? Waking they up on vacation, yeah, They go to the beach house, they'll go whatever. They just fly out for a couple of days, man. Do whatever, you know. The day I'm buying flights, the same day. That's how I know I'm good. Cool. They yeah, don't get on there, and start looking at prices. Now, facts. Yeah, you just and, yeah. You know, the day I just wake up, yo. I've done that a few times, though, you know what I'm saying? Not the day of, but the day before, the night before, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, it really is a good feeling being able to go wherever you want to go, you know? And I'm a saver, so I save a lot, you know what I'm saying? So when I do take an L, don't really hurt as bad because I save so much to the point where, like, it just eats away from whatever I got saved, you know? It's not like, all oh, I got or this, that, and the third, you know? So I like to think ahead and be prepared for the rainy days, I mean, I like to buy things and have nice things, but I save way more than it looks like. People probably think I just blow money, but they don't understand how much I save. You know what I'm saying? So that's really like a main thing with me is saving, you know, saving my money. That's important. And investing it. And use not just saving it, but actually using it for things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So Allow it to make money while you allow yeah, it to make yourself, you know, make your, make your investment yeah. back. The minute I don't yeah. got to, you know, if I'm not putting in no labor or no physical man hours, but I know I got money making money, residuals, residuals, yeah. oh, yo, that's, that's, a, that's a blessing yeah. in disguise for sure, for sure. So There's a lot of people I know into stocks and stuff, but I'm not yeah. really into that. But yeah. so instead of doing stuff like stocks, I put my money in other stuff to make just as much money as stocks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, yeah, so it's just one of them things. There's you know? a lot of opportunities out here. So just in here, I hear a lot about, you know, what you do. And for me, the average person like involved in these industries is not really having it the way you have it, not really being able to 
give their all in every facet and everything. So with your industry, it's something that I remember when you first started, like with the dealership and the cars and just different things like that. I remember you had hopped on IG one time and you was basically just like, because look, y'all, like for the, I mean, I'm going to just get a little bit of the background. So how I, how I, I see jazz at times. And it's good, like, because at the end of the day, jazz is business. That's all, you know, straightforward, going to be genuine with you, 100, real, keep it with you. But she don't play, yo. So at the end of the day, like, she ever feel disrespected, if she ever feel, you know, talk down on me, or you made her feel dumb or something like that, you're going to feel her, yo. Like, you, you're going to feel her, however that, however that is, however that is. So I remember one time when she was really, like, when the when the dealership was really popping off and you was just hitting the heavy post and everyday type joints. So I remember a couple times you got on there and was just like, yo, folks really think, I don't know my numbers. I don't know my business. I don't know, you know, what I got going on just because of who I am and just because of what I got going on and maybe how I'm in the industry and everything like that. And I just continue to watch you. Because typically when you when you hear, not typically, but when you hear things like that sometimes or when you see people going through troubles, struggles, just different things like that, it can take away a lot of motivation. It can make you not want to do that anymore. It can make you kind of almost doubt yourself in a sense. But in turn, honestly, it did the opposite for you. It motivated you. It made you go harder. And I see more cars getting sold, more families getting being yeah. active. They didn't start protecting me when I first got in the game. Yeah. So what was that like? I need I need to hear that. Like, how did you, you know, one, you knew you was being finessed, but two, how do you still keep a professional rebound and continue to do what you yeah. want to do? That was really hard because I ain't gonna lie. I was really, I'm really like a minority, and then on top of that, I'm like a female. There's really like no female dealers. If it is, it's like they're with their husband or maybe their brother or somebody in the family or like something like that. You know, I like really was a female who owned my own, and I would go check out my own cars, go bid on my own cars. Like I ain't bought nothing without knowing what was going on with the car. I knew how to diagnose all the cars. Like I learned, I taught myself over time. You know what I'm saying? So every all the money I made was based on me picking out a car. I ain't have no mechanics to go with me before. I would just use them after the fact. You know what I'm saying? And for the most part, I picked out some pretty good cars for the not have no knowledge on cars. You know what I'm saying? I just learned the main things. I'm saying, and I and I sold a lot of cars, so a lot of you know, it was just a lot of little hatred, you know what I'm saying? Then sometimes it was a lot of discrimination, and you know, I would go into like uh more like I say just more areas or more auctions where it was more of like the other race, you know what I'm saying? So I'm looking like the other minority races. So a lot of times you don't get treated the same. It's just it's really like just a thing. Like, you know, it's just really a lot of them don't even realize they're doing it. It's just what it is. They they think you're just in there freeloading or just not. And I'll go up in that mug and I'll buy like five, six cars. And they be like, well, how are you so confident in this car? I always go drive it before I buy it. I go the day before and I stay all day and drive any car I'm interested in because it's a bid. So you might not win every bid, but you pick certain cars you want to bid on. You know what I'm saying? I would go all day the day before in the cold. It don't matter in the hot, whatever. I spend the night and then in the morning I go to the auction. A lot of people are lazy, they don't do that. You know what I'm saying? So I would always win a lot of cars just by doing putting my hand up for extra time because then they like, man, I don't know if I can go that high because you know, I don't really know what's going on with the car. You know, so that's really like my secret, you feel me? So um I don't really think nobody on here, it don't matter. We don't go to the same spot. So even if you use my secret, you can use my secret, whatever. You know, but a lot of people don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Then I go do my notes that night, all that stuff like that. So it was just like one of them things where it's just, I just was just like a different person. And then I was a girl. So it was just like, you know, it was just like that. You know what I'm saying? But I sold over half of my cars to like white people and stuff. Like if you look on my page, it's a lot of them. Like it's more of them and than it is my own people. You know what I'm saying? So 
it's like that's how you know I had good stuff. Cause like one of they didn't know me, you know what I'm saying? You know, and they're a little bit more knowledgeable on cars than we are. We so eager, we so fast, we wanna always buy this and something could be wrong with it, like, oh well, but they not buying nothing if it's like something serious wrong with it, unless they can work out a deal on it. But they're not making a lot of them not making ill advised decisions, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. And folks know how to negotiate, man, especially when it comes yeah. to cars, man. That's a totally yeah. different battle. Yeah, because that's something that you know. That's an investment, yo. I need this to. to yeah. I need longevity out of this. I'm not thinking me cars. I'm not yeah. thinking short term, yo. I'm thinking long term. Just because yeah. short term, I could go get another car. I can do that. I can get right if those opportunities present themselves. But no, when I'm thinking of a car, I'm thinking years, yo. Like I need this joint to be able to get me A to B, travel years, need all the, you know, minimal yeah. maintenance on it. But yeah. you to the effort, bro. You said you pulling up cold, rain, snow, shine, whatever. You said you spend. I'm pulling up the car. I'm pulling up on Sundays. Yeah. I don't need to pull up at night. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I, I got my concealed, so I be ready. I just be like, sometime maybe I'll bring somebody with me if I felt a little sketched out about it. But half the time, man, I try not to do that. But if it was in a case where the customer like, yo, this is the only time I come. Like one guy, the only time he could get there was about 10 o'clock that night. Have my homeboy ride with me. We made the deal. I'm out of there. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it was one of them things, like, a lot of people weren't willing to do that, but I was, you know? So it was just one of them things like that. Um, So that's really that's really how they go. And I always over, I always would price my cars a couple hundred dollars more than what I knew I really wanted. So eventually, at the end of the day, the customer thing they want, but really I want, because that's what I wanted the whole time. You know what I'm saying? So it was just one of them things where you always got to make the customer feel like, they're in control, you know. That's how you make your money. Same way anything. You always got to make the customer feel like they're in control whether they're right or wrong. They're right mm-hmm. always. The customer can be dead wrong and you know they're yep. dead wrong. But you got like, to make them yep. feel like the most correct person on this earth right now for this. Yeah, Millionaire yeah. Millionaire told me that. The customer is always right. Even always when you can't, so. you can't, I can't, I can't, I can't finesse it no other way, man. No matter how bad you want to. You can know that yeah. thing at the back of your hand. You got it. All right. Let me let me figure it out. Then let me finesse it for negative. Okay. So I I mean I'm hearing like yo, it's, you got a little bit of everything, but at the same time you really are making it happen. But you're still expanding and going with it. So something that really interests me is the party scene. It's also interesting to me just because of where you started and then where you are now and then where you're trying yeah. to go. So to start, I'm thinking about Greenville two five different things like that. Then I'm thinking about where you are now, Raleigh, making things happen in NC. I done seen the events. I done seen who you bringing out. I done seen the recaps, all of that. You be having. I'm jealous. I'm in Florida. I need y'all to I need y'all to bring it down here. We got <laughs> the promoters down here. I mean, they doing it, but they ain't really, you know, we used to, ECU is lit. We used to like, we really get down with it. So we, like you said, we know how to have fun. We know how things should really go. And when you go to other places, you just be like, oh, all right. So, yeah. this, uh, you know, this ain't really, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I've been so a lot of things like that. Yeah. Make certain vibes. Yeah. So, how did you really immerse yourself into the Raleigh scene? Was it kind of easy? Or I, I had a feel, I'm having a feeling that obviously it was North Carolina, it was connected. When it comes to the party scene, everybody knows prominent promoters who is really who, who's really doing what. But for the success, for the people that you've been able to bring out for what I've been seeing, how did you really, like, how did this really get coordinated and how did everything kind of come together? How is, how do you make so many connections in this industry? Well, really, like, being from Henderson, some of them, like, actually live in Raleigh now or moved to Raleigh when they finished college. Because I've been finished college a couple years back, like, 2016, I finished college. You get what I'm saying? So, back then, people were graduating college and then moving to Raleigh. You know, then a couple of the people I went to school, a lot, well, not even a couple, a lot of people I went to school with ended up moving to Raleigh. You know what I'm saying? So, 
it was it's just it was one of them cities where a lot of people were migrating to, and I was putting two and two together like, hey, they in Raleigh, they ain't there in Raleigh. You know what I'm saying? Then I then one of my mans, he lived in Raleigh, so I ended up meeting um uh, another dude. I ended up meeting my other homie, and we ended up just throwing a couple parties together. You know what I'm saying? So even with throwing those part, couple parties together. I ended up um, being on some shit like, you know, I want to keep throwing parties, I want to keep throwing parties. So they were already throwing parties. So it was one of the things where I kind of just came in with them. You know what I'm saying? I never really, you know, branched off. We were just working together for a little while. Then I went to kind of get into other demographics because, you know, I'm from Henderson. So a lot of parties I was throwing really wasn't um, reaching out to that crowd. You know what I'm saying? They're just a different type of crowd. They like a different type of vibe. It's really hood. It's really a street vibe that they looking for. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, you know, in this day, really, they looking for the girls and they looking for where they can, you know, stand on couches and, and pop bottles. You know what I'm saying? So it's one of the things where that's when I started throwing parties with my cousin, you know? And so, you know, and then on top of throwing parties with my cousin, you know what I'm saying? Just going out like, really starting to connect, because, like, when I first started throwing parties here in, like, 2019, I wasn't really going out here like that, so a lot of people, they knew of me, you know, this, then, the third, but they didn't really know me, but when I started, like, actually going out on my own, oh, that's when it was over, I met everybody, and I'm a, I'm a people person, but I'm not a people person, like, if that makes sense, like, I really don't, I'm not easily approachable, but I am approachable, it just depends, you know what I'm saying, but I, when I get to talking to people, we instantly click, and, like, a lot of people, Anywhere I go, a lot of people gonna know me. You know what I'm saying? Any, any, like I'm getting in. They're not even charging me to get in, even though I'm not a freeloader. You know what I'm saying? I'm just really the one. When I walk up to the door, they're like, "Nah, you good? Like, let's go." You know what I'm saying? So it's just one of them things where I just, just got made connections like that. You know, and when I go out, we go crazy. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes that plays a part in, like, you know. Being a promoter, you got to go show love at other spots, you know what I'm saying, buy a couple bottles. It's really like, you know, the money circulating, you know what I'm saying? Because the reality, you can't expect people to come to your party if you don't go to theirs, you know what I'm saying? Not saying you got to fuck with everybody, but you get what I'm saying. If you cool with whoever throwing that party or you see a lot of people going, it don't hurt sometimes to post their flyer, go to their party, buy a booth, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times the favor get returned, you know, if it's genuine anyways, you know what I'm saying? So... It's just one of the things after that, it was over, you know, and, you know, I'm cool, you know, I get, you know, I know a lot of dudes who who get to it, you know what I'm saying, who got, who business mind and all this, and I know a lot of girls, so it's just like, they go hand in hand with each other, because you need the girls to have a party, but you also need them, them dudes who gonna buy them booze to be in there too, <laughs> or them you. boss ladies, because there's a lot of ladies out here buying sections and stuff now, like, it's crazy, they, they, the girls is getting money. <laughs> The girls getting a lot of money right now. We'll say they that. Have it. I'm telling you, they have. It. I couldn't even say guys just buy booze no more because the girls just buy these booze too. So, yeah. yeah I'm right so I'm right there with you. Yeah, yeah something like that makes me think about too is that I feel like people will will forget, and not even just forget. Just we human beings, like it's unintentional, but people will forget. You know how many supporters they had, how many things. Yeah, facts. Really show love for, but something you will never forget, yo, is who didn't show love. 
for no, some reason, no matter what you do, no matter where you go, how, yo, yo, it's just something about that business, that entrepreneur, that creative mindset. Yo, you just never forget who didn't show love. I never forget nothing. And my problem is, I really don't care about materialistic thing. I'm really like a principled person, like a simple person. I care more about spending time with people versus them giving me anything versus them. I just feel like, you know, if I fuck with you, like I'm going over and beyond to be here if you want if i you know if i was supposed to be here with you or celebrate something you know it's your birthday or you just want to have a weekend out you know and, and you know i just i really value relationships you know what i said so when the same isn't done in return for me yeah like you know i let it go a couple times after that i'm like you know I can't even fuck with it, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, I'm not going to be the only one. Like, I'm a genuine person, but I'm not no fucking sucker either, though, you know what I'm saying? So it's, like, one of them things where it's like, okay, if you're going to be that way, whether it's intentional or unintentional, because some people really don't know how to genuinely show love, so they don't even really think they're doing anything wrong, you know what I'm saying? So it's just, like, one of the things. And some people be just stuck in their own world and really don't want to have nothing to do with your world or really don't like what's going on in your world so it's just you know but you know it just be like i don't rock with a lot of people you know what i'm saying but one thing about it is business wise my business and personal totally separate you know what i'm saying i know how to separate the two even if i do know both, both people that even if i know a person and business wise, i still know how to separate the two so it's just like you know that's just really how it go with me time is everything you waste my time you a dub. You waste my time one time, you already in the red zone. You know what I'm saying? You waste my time again, you definitely in the motherfucking red zone. Okay. So it's just like, I just don't like what my time to be wasted, yeah. you know? That's something I learned a lot on this podcast just from, um, I'm even had some of my friends, like, because sometimes, like, I'll tell people, like, yeah, you know, so-and-so. They'll be like, how, did, how was your interview or done? I'll be like, yeah, they ain't, even, they ain't even show or they ain't, you know. Yeah, and I know you probably was like, yo, you is Oh, no, nah, like, so, I mean, I'm, I'm going to talk my cash regardless, like, on anybody just because, like, are she pushing? But for me, it's a difference between pushing it back, saying you still going to do it, but and then canceling it all together when you knew this was, especially when you cancel day of. I get beforehand, I get a couple days, something like that. But when yeah. you're telling me that we had this locked in for, let's just say, a week two weeks, maybe a few days. It makes me even more mad when you reached out to me. You was all excited. You, you know, I didn't even, not to say that I wouldn't have, you know, at some point reached out to da da da, but when you came to me eager, ready to be a part of my vision, my platform and everything like that. That's true. And then can't have it. Sheesh. I take it it personal. Like, I've been going through that. I went through that with my, with my trucking company. You know what I'm saying? People will reach out. They'll want to work. They, then they work for like a week or two. All the little values and morals they had is out the window. They out the door. You know what I'm saying? Ain't don't say nothing. You know what I'm saying? They're just out of here. They just be like, oh, yeah, I'm not. It's, you know? So it's just like, man, people are just Some people are opportunities. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you just got to figure out the difference. You know? And it's cool to be an opportunist if you just make sure if it's going on both ends. You know? If don't nobody need you, you know what I'm saying? If don't nobody need to use you, you're useless. You know what I'm saying? So... There's nothing wrong with being opportunist as long as you're extending the hand on on right. your end. Letting somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Be a two way street every time, yeah. man. You you have to be the opportunity for somebody else if you're opportunist. You feel me? So yeah, you know. Well, that's, so that's really how that goes. All right. Yeah. Yeah, so something I'm thinking about right now, and it's even making me think about it more because you even just talked about the new fleet, the new trucks coming in, what you really want to collaborate, potential business things like that. So it's the top yeah. of the year. 
we just got started. A lot of times, you know, people, a lot of times when people think of the top of the year and stuff like that, you know, they think of this is just the prime time. This is when the opportunity is coming. This is when I'm motivated, my drive and everything like that. But yeah. I know for you, it's not really like that. It's just something where, you know, you're going to grind regardless, whether it's the top, the yeah. middle, first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter, I'm going hard 24-7. So what would you say is something that you're really looking forward to this year? Something that whether it just be with the club, seeing whether it just be with you, yeah. whatever you got going on, what are you really most looking forward? And even it could be something new. Are you about to even get into anything new for because you do everything man so what you got going yeah, on this I'm really right I'm really trying to get a club like well I'm not trying to I'm going to you know what I'm saying I just can't I'm just looking for a spot right now which is the hardest part you know you know it's like so that's really like that's really like my dream that's something that I wait will wake up and want to do every day the other stuff I don't want to wake up every day and do it, I'm gonna be honest but as a hustler and a millionaire it's millionaires who have 20 different hustles, and they might not even like 17 of them. They might only like three. It doesn't really matter. You don't have to like all of them. You have to just have – I wouldn't even say like. You have to like it, but you don't have to love it. Put it like that. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a lot of ways to make money, and every way is not going to be your favorite way. You know what I'm saying? So it's just a stream of income. You just want that residual coming in, whether you want to deal with it or not. You're just doing what you need to do to have that residual come in. But everybody got something that they're passionate about 110%. Just like a rapper – you got rappers who really hate performing, but they still do it because it's freaking, you know, it's revenue. You know what I'm saying? It's residual. Them shows is what keeps shit going. You know what I'm saying? They can't just sit, you you're, you you selling your streams ain't really enough money. The shows is really what pay. You know what I'm saying? So the rappers, they got certain shit they don't want to do. They don't like doing video drops and shit when a promoter book them. But you got to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's something that they really hate to do. They really hate that. It's like grinding gears. It's like, you know, I paid you. Like, you're getting paid to do this. Like, why wouldn't you want to do something? So it's just like them things where you, you got a thousand things you can do to make your money. But you know, like your last one of them. Party shit. The club, like I got it at the club, you know what I'm saying? That's something I'm gonna wake up and like, yeah, I'm going to the I'm just going to the club. You know, I might just go to the club for fun, you know what I'm saying? So it's just one of them things where I got to get my club, you know. Hey, we we speak a lot of things into existence on this podcast. Yeah, so it's already done, man. I'm I'm excited yeah, for it. I'm pulling up grand opening, ribbon no. whatever we. Hey, do. That's what I'm saying. I'm talking like all the exotic cars, oh, no. all the you know what I'm saying. All that is gonna be pulling up. Like I'm talking like it's gonna be crazy. That's the type. The way I pull up to the club is how I want people to pull up my club. You oh, know no. what I'm saying? That's so. Cool. That's, That's really what I'm looking forward to. Now, I'm weak about the, uh, now, something that maybe them videos are not. Yo, them rappers be looking so miserable in them videos. Yeah, like, they hate their life, like, for real. And it's just like, all you need is, like, 30 seconds from them, and they act like you asking them to do something right. crazy. The world, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> they be man. forgetting the words, forgetting the dates, locations, yeah. whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, come on. The only man. rappers who aren't like that are rappers who were already hustlers before they was rappers because they understand that that video drop is a part of them getting paid, so they're not even going to rethink it. You know what I'm saying? When I book Rich Homie, I had the video drop way ahead of time. You know what I'm saying? When I booked Mulatto, I had the video drop fast you feel what i'm saying like it's just different rappers they just be on a high horse a, a little too much you know what i'm saying but everybody different they will learn the hard way when they're not getting bookings because when i book people i be having at least two or three other people call me saying can i put them in contact with them to book them for their city you know what i'm saying so you messing up your blessings by choosing not to 
do this, which is why when I'm doing business with somebody, I'm doing everything that needs to be done to complete that play. You feel what I'm saying? Whether I want to do it or not, that's what I signed up for in order for me to get paid or whether I'm getting, or whether I already got paid. It doesn't really matter. You just got to do good business. You know, that's how you really keep going. You know, can't nobody go and say, I didn't ever did nothing wrong to them. I done stole from them. I done did bad business. I didn't know. Any wrong thing I done did is because you deserved it. You know what I'm saying? That's that's really it. It wasn't because it was my fault. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, you know, you just got to treat people not the way you want to be treated. Just treat people how you how they supposed to be treated. You feel me? So It's right and wrong, man. It's, it's more right and more. I definitely do feel that, too. And it's crazy you say that because that's it's something that I think about so often is that how Blessings can be blocked indirectly. You don't even realize it. Like it's you said, so, that it's people who they see your book and they see what you got going on. They know you do good business. Oh, well, she got that. Let me call her. Yo, da, 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 da. And you just like, oh, well, I'm, I'm going to be real with you. I don't work with so-and-so and they not even really like it. Yeah, because I don't want nobody else money or, or stuff. Right, because at the end of the day, that's that's your yeah. word. That's your image. If I'm reaching out to you off the strength of, yo, I know how you give it up. I know that you're going to keep it real with me 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. And you, you, you know, you sugarcoat me or you BS me. And then I get a bad experience, and it's oh that's and, and you mess with my money on top of that. Oh yeah. come on, no, hold on, you 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 stirring a whole different pot. But so yeah. a lot of times, business owners, entrepreneur, create whoever the case may be. Sometimes our lack of effort or just no effort at all. It's just like, damn, I just you missed out on so many other things. You think you capitalizing in the moment, but you could have capitalized here. You could have went here, there, there, everywhere. But instead. It all got situated, and it, and you ain't even have to do nothing or say nothing. It was because of what you just had going on. So that's so so crazy for me, like how you can just hit like that. So what would you say that you have done up to date thus far? Like whether it just be involvement with the entrepreneurship, life lessons, or anything like that. Every with everything that you've been involved in and are currently involved in, what has really brought you the most value? What do you feel like has been of the most benefit to you? I say like you know. With everything I do, I still, you know, make sure, you know, people around me are good. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, you know, even though it looks good, I have a lot of responsibilities. You know what I'm saying? I got a lot of people I look out for. I got a lot of people I make sure straight. You know what I'm saying? So it's just when it comes down to it, just knowing you in that position to do this, then the third for a lot of people. Some people work for me. You know what I'm saying? I say work with me because I never try to even make somebody who work for me for like, oh, I own them or nothing like that. Now nah, we a team at the end of the day. Everybody gets treated as a team no matter what role you play. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, just being able to do that, being able to help my family when I can't provide, you know, do nice things, spend time, you know, just being able to be that person, you know what I'm saying? It has its disadvantages too. You know, sometimes, you know, you get asked for a lot, you know, and it's just one of the things where it just comes with, What's, what's going on, but it still brings, you know, value to know that, you know, you can help handle things, you know what I'm saying? You know, I lost some close people to me in the past couple of years, so it's just like, whether it's feeling a void, you know, I lost my brother, you know what I'm saying? He got a lot of kids, you know, so I try to be there for them as best as I can. They have great moms, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, I try to be that second person, you know, I can't be him, but, you know, I try to fill in and do and help as much as I can. You feel me? Even though I don't have much time, cause time is money. So it's like if I'm gonna be the one who come through, when I come through, I ain't got the time. So it's just like I try to do make time when I can make time for them. You know, and hang out with them. This and the third, even my, with my little brother too. You know what I'm saying? So it's just one of the things where, you know, it's good to know that the kids know. You know, they call, they uh, you know, I'm they got it, they cool. You know what I'm saying? So that's really what comes down to it. Like what what I really care about. You know.
That's crazy, man. Just because, like, I know that I know that just from you know following your journey, us rapping, just different things like that. But for me, like, yo, that I'm gonna just take a moment now. I'm gonna just give you flowers right now. I'm I'm proud of you, man. Like, I I didn't said it in the we didn't rap on social media, rap in person. Like, but for me to you, just to see, you know, know the story, know the loss, know what it came with, know what the territory, know that you know everybody looking to you because you got it. And sometimes you ain't even really got it, but you're going to have them. So in a sense, I don't have it, but I got you. So at the end of the day. Sometimes I have it, but it ain't for that. (laughs) Right, like, exactly. But the fact that, you know, I've I've watched the role model that you are to the kids, to to your brother's kids, to your little brother, everything. I watch how you take them out. I watch how you had them ride in the cars, how you doing the homework with them, bringing them to the crib, you know, showing them really what's going on, life skills at the same time. Yeah, they be saying what's going on, yeah. I I love that just because, you know, a lot of times, especially the youth, bro, they they pay attention. They see everything. They really watch everything. Whether they speak on it, whether they can articulate. They always look and they always watch and so they pay attention to things like that. And a lot of people cannot be in the opportunities and positions that we're in. I'm blessed to be able to, you know, be able to support my family, be able to support friends and people close to me. A lot of people cannot do that. And a lot of people who do have that, you know, outlet, that platform, whatever, they don't do it. You know, a lot of times we see people just so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so not, you know, not getting the support. And you find out, oh, that's so-and-so people's or that's it. But he doing all of this stuff, but he ain't even giving back to his own family. Or just, yeah, no, or just like, but at the end of the yeah. day, look, I don't get nobody right. like that. Life is life. But at the end of the day, if you can just be in that position and still be able to fulfill those roles, that's a blessing, man. So for, for me to you, for everything that you got going on, for everything that you continue to do, man, keep it going. I'm, I'm proud of you. I, I love to see it even from afar. Yeah. Like, even from, like I, I said, from the time we met, we done came a long way from ECU, from the house parties of Red Fairgrounds, whatever you want to call it, man. Like, and stuff and on, just man. small be- small bedrooms and common areas and come shit. Come on, man. Like, shit, yeah. space type joints like every day. Communal showers and all of that. Come on, yo. Like, crazy. And now we yeah. here really getting. So I love that, man. So before we, you know, before we wrap things up, before I tell people where they can tap in, what you had to follow the journey and everything like that, do you feel like there's anything we haven't touched on today? Any message that you want to leave for the people out there, fellow entrepreneurs in the space, fellow people just grind and trying to get to it, anything like that? Shoot. All the thing I really tell people, man, shoot, if you want it, you're going to get it. For people who tired, shoot, you can be tired and stay in the same position, or you can be tired and, and be up, you know what I'm saying? Or, or aspire to be up. Either way it go, it's people every day doing things to get to their next level. The only thing is just really consistency. You just got to be consistent, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, don't nothing really come overnight, and if it do, it's too good to be true. It's not right, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like one of the things, consistency, consistency going to take you there. You're going to feel a whole lot, you know, but when the wins win start or when them losses, you're going to have losses sometimes, but it's going to be so many wins, you ain't even going to be worried about it. So it's still worth it at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Come on now, so, nobody perfect. Life ain't life ain't never going to be smoking yeah. mirrors. You can't never win them all, but when you win it and when them wins so – Monumental. It's so hard. Some losses only gonna bring it down just a little bit. That's it. Just a little bit. You know. That's just how it goes. So, yeah. So, um, for everybody, you know, looking to tap in what you're looking at, whether it be a collaboration, whether it just be to show love, whether it just be to really see about the journey, really see everything that you have going on and, and potentially become a part of it. Where can we reach you as far as social media, websites, everything like that? What's the best way to get in contact with you? Well, I need to get a website. That's another thing I need to do. I've been procrastinating on that. I think I'd like a multi-website where they can go in there and I guess like go to all my business stuff. So, yes. this my website. Yes. So, I need to do that. But other than that, I really mainly got like Instagram, 
So um, it's like J A S S C L U T C H two four, like jazz clutch, like the word clutch is jazz J S S twenty four on Instagram and on there. That's when like you can see everything else. You know what I'm saying? Like the promotion, all that cars, the truck and stuff. You know you can tap in if you want to, ask me anything you want to. People hit me up a lot, and I try to help them the best I can. I'm not no Hollywood person. I'm not no too good, too bushy. That ain't even me. You know what I'm saying? So anybody who want to reach out can reach out whenever they want to. You know what I'm saying? So that's really about it. That's a fact. Come on, man. She... My parties, let me know. <laughs> Come on, now. Yeah. She done came on Gator Gen. She got a little bit of everything for all the different crowds, man. So for me to y'all, I'm really telling y'all. Tap in with her. It's definitely, even if it's nothing more than somebody who could, you know, point you in the right direction or something, give you, you know, her story, her path. Yeah. Work for her. She done already did that today. She done already dropped different gems and just different, you know, secrets of the trade and stuff like that that has been able to propel her to success and where she's at. And look, I don't know how many of y'all tapping in going to know her or not, but if y'all know, like, I know. Y'all need to tap in with Jazz. I'm, I'm telling you. I, mean, I, was trying to tap in. I was trying to tap in with her the other day with the fleets. And she was just like, yo, like, I'm going to keep it real with you. You know, like, this, it's, it's a lot going on. But at the end of the day, why, why I said that is just because she's always going to put somebody in position. Always. If she can help out, if she can, you know. And, it's, and it even should tell you by her answer. She said... You don't work for me, you work with me. That's a team. You know, um, pay attention to things like that. It's just small stuff like that, small characteristics, small little words, and just how you play things. It's how you really know about a person, their personality, what they're doing, and what they got going on. So, Jazz, you know, I appreciate you popping on here today, man. So, don't, don't even worry about the time. We, we made it happen regardless. We popped on here. We made it happen. So, yeah, we did, you, man. Yeah, I appreciate man. you. Thank you for having me. You know what I'm saying? On, so. I'm excited. I, I need to know, you know, once you – once you get the club, just let me know what date. I'm there. I'm we on the nah, way. I already know it's there. at the club. You know what I'm saying? Live in the booth. I'll buy a booth. Record my own joint. Yeah, come on. We're going so, live in the club. <laughs> so, yeah, but not nah, truly sure. appreciate you, man. Definitely proud of you. Definitely wishing you, you know, nothing but success, blessings for you, for the family, for the children, everything, man. And, and obviously okay, hoping man. that I'm definitely knowing. And, but hoping that from this interview, some collaborations come, some partnerships come. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we can talk. We can talk we for really sure. Make it happen. So, yeah, for everybody yeah. who continues to tap in, appreciate y'all always. Definitely much love. This has been another episode of the Down to Business Podcast here with Tamar Turner.